In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. But wanting to justify himself. I think that's one of the key phrases of this entire scripture. Wanting to justify himself. This man asked Jesus, so then, who is my neighbor? That question was relevant then. It's very, very relevant today. And Jesus responded with a story. He never really responded directly to questions. He always, it seems, told a story, told a parable. The robbers in Christ's parable jumped on this poor man when he was passing by. They tore off his clothes, they mugged him, and they left him half dead by the side of the road. After a while, as you just heard, two other men came by. And I would have to say that they were not half dead, but only half alive. Because when they looked at that man lying in the ditch, what they saw, this priest and this Levite, what they saw was just a man lying in the ditch. Sure, of course, they saw the man. But they also saw that road that they were traveling down and whatever goal they were traveling that road to reach. So each of these men, this priest and this Levite, were faced with two needs. The wounded man who needed help and their own need to get to wherever they were going. And my guess is, my guess is, is that they were not especially bad or heartless men. Certainly no worse or more heartless than the one who wrote these words or those of you who happen to be hearing them. And that's really not so bad. Not really so bad as the world goes. I have my problems, you have your problems, I have my needs, you have your needs, and in a sense, on one level, they really are separate, distinct from each other. And I always, you always, have a decision to make, a big decision, just like that priest and that Levite. To decide whose need I'm going to serve, yours or mine. To see that is to see, I think, however, only the surface of the reality. The reality of it all, I think, is, is deeper than that. Because as we travel through this life, every person that we meet Every person that we meet is half dying for need of us. Not just for the next person who might come by, for us. And to be really alive, not just half alive, we need to help and heal him. 
The, the other's need for mercy is matched by our own need to be merciful. And so it's not just for the other's sake that we try to help. It's for our sake as well, because, because neither one of us can really be human, can really be alive, can really live that kind of life that Christ wants us to live without the other. And every time we pass by, we both suffer. We need each other so infinitely more than we can either see most of the time or even admit. So, as you also heard, a third man finally did come by. He stopped. He bound up the other's wounds, put him on his own beast, took him to an end, took care of him. I prefer to think that the difference between this Samaritan who stopped and who helped his fellow human being and the other two who didn't stop, who didn't help, was not just that he was more morally sensitive than they were, but that he had, as they had not, the eye of a poet or of a child or of a saint, an eye that was able to look at this man in the ditch and see the truth itself. The truth itself that Jesus tried to teach us time and time again in varied and different ways. That at the deepest level of their being, this Samaritan and this man in the ditch, he and that other one were not entirely separate selves at all. And I think as you study the scripture, as you hear the teachings of our Lord, much of what he tried to say to us, much of what he tried to teach us really comes down to this, really comes down to this, that your life and my life, our lives, flow into each other as wave flows into wave and and unless there is peace and joy and love for you there can really be no peace or love or joy for me Who is my neighbor? Well, I think Christ would simply say, unless we live for each other, unless we really live for each other, we don't really live very satisfactorily. 
And on the level that Christ operated, on the level that Christ taught, I think he would say, that's just not the way things ought to be. He might even say, you know, most of the time I know you all pretty well. Most of the time it might be not how you really want things to be. But I think he says to us time and time again, it's really the way things are. And unless we really learn to live for each other, to really care for each other, to really love each other, there's not going to be much peace or joy for anyone. Amen.